just heard Dion Warwick? Well, we have award-winning film producer Dave Woolley, co-director of that documentary on Dion Warwick's life called Dion Warwick, Don't Make Me Over, premiering on CNN January 1st, 2023 at 9 p.m. He's worked with many, many celebrities like the late Loretta Lynn, the late James Brown, Tony Bennett, and many others. And he talks about his dream come true, making this documentary about the life of Dionne Warwick. Dave and I are coming at you right now. Dave Woolley, welcome. Hi, it's a pleasure. Thank you. It's an honor being on your show. I'm excited. Thanks so much. And I want to wish you and yours happy holidays up front. <laughs> and same to you. Yes, indeed. And I wanted to ask, what is your favorite 
uh, between now and through the New Year's, what is your favorite thing to do for the holiday? You know, I really love being around some family, uh, but also, you know, trying to use that time to kind of replenish, <laughs> refocus, you know, going into a new year. But this year, you know, I, I got a feeling I'm going to be working right through because we have this real exciting premiere, uh, New Year's Day. Uh, Beyond Ward, don't make me over on CNN Amen. at 9 p.m. So I have a feeling I'm going to be working all the way through the holidays because it's always something that needs to be done at the last minute. And it's, and it's a great title because that's my favorite song. <laughs> that's incredible. See, I knew that. That's why I named the film that. Yo, uh, thank you. I'll, I can go ahead and actually tell everybody that. Guess what, y'all? The favorite song is being made into a documentary. <laughs> you know? <laughs> of course, they won't believe me. They'll think I'm lying. You know? <laughs> but it sounds good, you know? It sounds good anyway. Yeah, it does. How did you get to be chosen for this awesome project with such a icon? Well, you know, uh, Dion and I go back many, many years. Um, uh, I guess we started back in the early 90s, maybe 90, 90, 91 or somewhere in that range. Um, you know, so we had built the business relationship, you know, friendship, you know, which kind of morphed over time to become more like family, you know, <laughs> as you watch your kids grow up over, you know, over all of these years, uh, et cetera. Uh, so, you know, I, 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 I it really came, for me, the vision was why we were working on her book. I'm a co-author of her autobiography, book, book titled My Life As I See It. So, you know, while Dion and I were working on the book, um, you know, I just kept hearing these incredible anecdotes of stories. And she would say, hey, did I tell you about the time I, you know, got in Bill Clinton's face and told him he needed to do this? And I'm like, What? And then she'd come in, and I think the time I met with Snoop Dogg and Suge Knight at my house at 7 in the morning, I'm like, excuse me? You know, so all of this stuff is in the book. Uh, and then once we completed the book, which is, uh, uh, you know, was published by Simon & Schuster, it became a bestseller, which we're thrilled about. Um, I said, you know, I have to figure out how to make this book into a movie, you know, and uh, that's where the documentary comes from. Awesome. Awesome. Now, your background, you've done many documentaries, and um, I wanted to sorry, find out a little. You've done other documentaries. Now, I wanted no, to is, know. This is my first. This is your absolute first? That's correct. Wow. Well, congratulations. Thank now, you. I wanted to uh, find out, you know, you said you met her back in the 90s, and, of course, with evolving careers like hers over the past six, almost seven decades. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you really want to like, go, even go back to, say, uh, the late 50s, you know, uh, of her being at her father's church, singing, mm -hmm. she and her sister, Dee Dee Warwick. Um, you're talking about a lot of ground, a lot of, of musical changes, a lot of things going on in an artist's life. Just as it goes on with anybody else, but I'm talking about you know, just the music changes, the different things that you mentioned. You just mentioned Snoop Dogg and Should Night. But I'm sure, you know, you go back to Burt Backrack and then you go back to uh, the church, you know. How do you actually, 
highlight so much in such a short span? Well, you know, you, you can't cover everything. You know, we have about 90 minutes. Uh, but we do cover, you know, from, from the beginning days, we have a ton of, and, you know, we were very fortunate to get a treasure trove of archival footage never before seen of Dion. In fact, she didn't even know it existed. A gentleman by the name of Gary Keyes back in the 60s, uh, who's no longer with us, unfortunately, but, you know, he documented a lot of the early Dion's career uh, in recording studios with Bert, uh, um, you know, at home with our family. Uh, so, you know, I was able to use that footage, uh, and we simply covered, you know, from, from her early days of, of first time she sang for her grandfather at six years old, you know, right up to the present day, you know. And the best thing about the doc, I think, is, you know, you hear it from Dion. You know, it's not, a, there, there's no voice of God telling you the stories. You know, you're getting it directly from her mouth. And then you have you have all of these other great iconic folks that are featured in the film that kind of uh, accent it and you know kind of put their little spin on it and they you know talk about what Dion meant to them. See, because you know Dion is what I call a transformational leader, and by that yeah. I mean a real leader doesn't create followers. A real leader creates other real leaders, mm-hmm. and that's what she has done in this world. So when you see Elton John you know, talk about Dion. It's, it's how she affected him and made him a better musician and better writer, better. When you hear Bill Clinton talk about Dion, you know, it, it's how she made him a better president. When you hear Alicia Keys, you know, in the film, you know, it's like I stand on Dion Warwick's shoulders, you know, and I can go on down the list. Uh, so that's, that's uh, you know, it's very empowering and um, very, very empowering. I remember uh, my interview with her, and, um, you know, she talked about being the voice behind the songs before she actually became uh, the voice that we hear uh, on hit records. And it's really interesting when you get an icon like a Dion Warwick, who had a total different sound, um, wasn't gospelish, you know, wasn't popish. Um, but had its own niche. And when you talk about a book, and now you talk about the documentary, and all the things in between all that, it's more out of the box. And I remember her saying, I don't like to be locked and boxed. And I know this documentary is not locked and boxed, because you just mentioned some heavy hitters. But I wanted to ask, in the early footage that we really haven't seen, you don't have to tell us about it, but um, do we get to see um, Dion, early Dion, before the um, professionalism, before the uh, makeover, before superstardom? Is that what you're talking about, the, the early stuff? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We have some of that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, her driving her own car, you know, I mean, it's, you know, it's funny from the 60s, so she's a kid, you know. She, she really is a kid, so it's, you know, it was a treasure trove, like I said. And, um, and finding that footage uh, was stuck in somebody's attic, and it was still on, wow. you know, reels, and it wasn't That's labeled, right so, you know, I had to go... Uh, and digitize it and um, have it converted to, you know, a digital format so we could use it 
I never knew what I was going to, you know, find because there was no labels on the film. Some of it had sound, some of it didn't have audio. But, you know, we used as much as we could, uh, and it, and it really, really shows the side of people that nobody's ever seen. Can I tell you some of the people that are featured in the film? Love to hear about that. Great. Well, okay, let's, let's start with, uh, Elton John, uh, President Bill Clinton, Alicia Keys, Sissy Houston, Gladys Knight, Stevie Wonder, the late, great Olivia Newton-John, Burt Bacharach, Reverend Jesse Jackson, Clive Davis, Carlos Santana, Barry Goy, Gloria Stepan, Quincy Jones, Smokey Robinson, and last but not least, Snoop Dogg. Awesome. And that, that covers so many different music types. And what I love about Dion is she could be a collaborator with country music, with classic music, with any type of music. She can blend in really easy and make it unique. That's what I love about her voice. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. And, you know, the, the range of people that are featured in the film, you know, just, you know, I think this has to be the only film where you have a President Bill Clinton and a Snoop Dogg in the same film, you know. <laughs> She's inspired both of them. In fact, there's a line where Snoop says, you know, there would not be a Snoop Dogg without a Dionne Warwick. And and that's really profound. I was going, my next question was going there. In terms of someone like a Dionne who's lasted over six decades and, and going strong, you can really count a few people in that documentary that are still classics and going strong today. Um of that style, of that brand that she has, um, what have you seen differently with her generation and generations that keep evolving with her? And what goes on today? Because when you mention, you know, uh, Dionne Warwick and Snoop Dogg, a lot's happened in that time. Snoop, uh, uh, Barry Gordy, you know, was, was, was around. Smokey Robinson was around, um, the, the music industry changed, and Dion had to also change within those decades. What were you able to find? Well, you know, what, what I think makes Dion so unique and, you know, worthy of this, this, this documentary is, you know, here's a woman who was the first African-American to win a Grammy in the pop mm -hmm. category. That's right. So 1968. So for those listening, I mean, 1968, Dr. King was still alive. So, you know, prior to Dionne Ward, African-Americans that won a Grammy won in the R&B category. So mm -hmm. she, from my perspective, is the first true crossover uh, single artist. I mean, we talk about the Beyonce's today and, you know, Nicki Minaj and all of these, you know, young, fabulous new artists. Um, including Alicia Keys, you know, and them becoming pop stars, but somebody had to be the first. And there's a difference between being the first and being number one. You know, like Beyonce's number one right now. But when you're the first, you know, that's historical. Because when you're number one, eventually you'll be number two, number three, number four, but the first will always be the first. So, you know, Dion really opened the door for all of these uh, young artists, uh, you know, from that perspective. So she has never, through all of those decades that we just talked about, over 60 years, she never became a 
uh, Odie Bagudi back. She no, has been she has been relevant in each decade, the sixties, the seventies, eighties, the nineties, right up to today, where today she's the queen of Twitter. So <laughs> so you know, I mean, go figure. I mean, who does that? You know, so uh, uh, you know, and she also for, she's recording new music. She it was new artists. She's really able to 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 have that for, foresight to to experiment. You know, Haley and Chloe and and all these other different people. She's able to do it and and um, and and she's just with, did a duet with uh, Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's uh, but you know what I think is so unique about Dion in that time period in which she came. And today's artists, yeah, you've got some songwriters, and you've got some great people out there. Dionne Warwick had a voice that needed um, writers and and composers. And then they, you know, she had um, even her stage presence um, and whatnot. It wasn't um, what we have today where you are... I don't want to say manufactured, um, mm-hmm. but hers was a bit more authentic because um, she had an upscale classic style in her voice. She had a deadpan delivery. She didn't have to get out there with dance steps and, and other things. She did not have to do that, although she showed that later on in the decade when she was hosting shows. But she was able to um, have a certain... Um, Burt Backrack and, and others, a craft music for her. She was able to imprint her voice in those songs and the ones that were her hits. If you notice, I'll Never Love This Way Again, other songs that she's put out, no one's really been able to come close to making those major hits that she did. You know, she has signature songs straight out of the gate, and those songs like Don't Make Me Over, there may have been other people who recorded them, but the one and the version you remember is hers. Agreed. She she is the the voice. I mean, many people have recorded many songs, and, and we've heard over the decades they become uh, number one or number top ten for somebody else. But look, look at the body of Dionne Warwick. Don't make me over. Who's had the, uh, the bigger hit with that than Dionne Warwick? Walk on by. Isaac Hayes did a great job. Other people have done it. But who? It, it, it's like she has so many signature songs to choose from. <laughs> and yeah. no one's been able to touch that. Yes. I totally agree. You know, that's why she is the one and only. You know, she's a living legend. You know, I simply, my nickname for Dion is Miss Genius. You know, Dion Morgan is a genius. And, you know, you just don't have. Uh, you just don't have and sustain that type of excellence over, you know, a lifetime just by chance. You know, she truly has been blessed with a unique gift, and she puts put the work in, you know, and that has made her what I believe is a true genius. You know, uh, the, the, the greatest thing about working on this doc, which, by the way, it took me over five years to produce. Wow write and co-direct this thing over five years. And that's working not even part-time. That's working full-time uh, every day on this. Uh, you know, just name some of the folks that are featured in it. So just imagine trying to get their schedules, and, you know, and 
uh, filming them and, you know, and, and putting the whole film together. So the greatest joy that I received out of this film um, is that Dion gets to see it and smell her roses in her lifetime. You know, this is very unusual that a documentary yes. is made about somebody, especially African-American, while they are alive. Yes. You know, it's, it's it, when I started off with this, you know how many no's I received? Oh, that doesn't make sense. That'll never work. You know, Dion is still alive. Come back to us, you know, 10 years after she's gone. You know, it's like, well, when has been being alive been a bad thing? You know, like, come on. Yep. You know, so, uh, uh, so, you know, I had to really will this into existence, you know, through persistence and, you know, just refusing to take no. Uh, for an answer and just continuously pitching and continuously not giving up. Uh, and let me tell you, it was a difficult challenge because it, mm-hmm. you know, quite honestly, the film did die on that table quite a few times over, you know, those years of working on it. But, you know, persistence yeah. and prayer, you know, got us to the finish line. And that's why I'm so elated that CNN has joined and, you know, put their resources behind this, uh, and that January 1, New Year's Day, uh, at 9 p.m., we want to make sure everybody tunes in to Dion Ward, Don't Make Me Over documentary, uh, will finally be shown to the world. I mean, Dion, uh, when you think about it, what was that? Uh, the websites for the film and everything, will you give all those to us? Because I know it's going to be on CNN, but I know they're probably going to have something online, too. Well, uh, after that, it'll air on HBO Max. Okay. So, you know, folks will be able to find it there. But we want people to tune in the night of. You know, we really right. want folks to tune in. We want those ratings. We want to show the world, like, hey, this works. You know, that you can, you know, unfortunately, somebody like, like Arthur Ashe, you know, who died in the early 90s. Um, yeah, I mean, he just, they just had a, finally had a doc on his life. And look what he's done, you know, in the world mm-hmm. of tennis. Uh, but, you know, he's been going many, many years. It's so unfortunate. You know, Sidney Poitier, I mean, I can go down the whole list of Rita Franklin. You know, I can go down the whole list, and it's almost like we kind of wait for our legends to leave us, uh, Nina Simone, and then we do a documentary on them. So, you know, I, I really thought that was the wrong model. So we want people to come out and support Dionne Moore. We want them to support this film. And we thank you, and, and I, I want to give a special kudos to uh, CNN and our film team. You know, over 100 people worked on this film. You know, we have a co-director, Dave Hollenberg, um, Steve Perry uh, as a brilliant editor, uh, and a whole bunch of other folks behind uh, behind myself uh, to, you know, bring this to fruition, including uh, some great uh, executive producers. This is awesome to hear that you are giving... Um, this light now because you are so right. We do wait till many of our people are gone. Now, some of them, they don't want their stories told. You know, some of them, you know, I've heard don't. But I'm glad that you were able to get with her um, and get with the people that matter and have known her through the years as well as uh, hear from people who she's inspired and continues to inspire. Over the years, and Dion's not done yet. I know she's got a lot more uh, hits for us here, and I'll be listening and looking at CNN and any other uh, information that you have to give to us about this wonderful documentary. Thanks so much for being with us. 
Oh, it's so, so exciting. You know, sure, your your listeners can tune in. You know, follow Dion on, on, <laughs> on Instagram. You can follow her on Facebook. You can follow her on Twitter. You know, I'm on Facebook, Dave, W-O-O-L-E-Y. I'm on Instagram, Dave underscore W-O-O-L-E-Y, my last name. Uh, um, you know, and, and we really are so grateful and so humble. You know, this has been such a blessing and it's a dream come true. And people like you really, really make these things worth our while, you know, because it, it shows the love that, that we've put into this, that it's been received well. Thank you so much for being with us. And we look forward to the first of the year. <laughs> <laughs> That's what friends are for, right? That is what friends are for and all those other wonderful ballads that she's been able to embed in our minds and hearts. And I mean, I'm, I'm excited for it, and I'm very, very happy for you. Thank you, and congratulations on all your success as well. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays. Thank you. You've been listening to Building Amendment Success with Sabrina Marie. Copyright December 22nd, 2022. Happy holidays.